the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one, from education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation. This program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr., and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small business, and I did say all small businesses. We help them start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. I have a very special guest today. He's been a good friend of mine back in the days where, okay, I'll say it, I wasn't gray. It was in the 70s. Well, we won't go back too far. (laughs) Jim is a good friend of mine. He was at IBM when I was there at IBM, but now he's doing some wonderful things at Merritt College. We want our audience to welcome Mr. Jim Cates of Merritt College. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm doing fine. How are you doing, Carl? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited about diving into what we're going to talk about. But before I do that, Jim, I have to ask you, tell me a little bit about your career and how you got to be where you're at at Merritt College. Well, actually, the work I'm doing at Merritt is um, is a nonprofit, kind of me contributing to the community. Uh, my career, um, let me go back a little bit. So I'm one of 13 children. I was raised in the rural area of Ohio, as a matter of fact, Delaware, Ohio, where uh, uh, Mr. Trump just had his... Uh, uh, last political um, uh, campaign in Ohio. Oh, really? I went to NZ High School. Yeah, I went to NZ High School where he had that campaign. Uh, three of my brothers and sisters graduated from. Wow! So it was a rural area. I grew up milking cows and driving tractors, doing all the things you do on a farm <laughs> um, from three to twelve. So between nine. 10, 11, and 12, I was uh, out with the cows and <laughs> shoveling coal doing labor work. <laughs> and uh, that made me remember when we got to the city that I wanted to get as far away from that as I could. I didn't know, <laughs> I, didn't know how I was going to do it. <laughs> that'll, that'll make you study math really well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, I went to Columbus, Ohio. We moved to Columbus, Ohio. We bought one of these shell homes, and my mother and the rest of my brothers and sisters, we built our own home. Wow. And that became a leverage. We sold that home until us getting a nice home in Columbus. Wow. And I went to uh, Roosevelt High School in Columbus, 
in Columbus East High School, and we were the state champions in Columbus East High School in 1963. Wow. Columbus East. Columbus East. Uh, I believe that's what gave me my hook into my opportunity. I'm not sure, but I got a scholarship from four gentlemen who uh, gave me the scholarship under condition that uh, I go to an engineering school, one of three schools that they had, that I had to stay in engineering. I had to make a three-point every quarter, and I had to agree to never try to find out who they were. Are you serious? And, they gave you a scholarship, um, <laughs> but they but they want the anonymity, and you had you had to protect that in order to get that scholarship, huh? Right. In the first quarter, we were in the quarter. But the first quarter, I lost the three point in engineering. It's kind of like calling myself a Cinderella student because the first quarter I lost that three point, everything went away. Wow. And uh, yeah, and at the time. Since I was one of 13 children, and my family was really a military family. I had, at that time, in Vietnam, two brothers in the Marines, brothers in the um, Air Force, and my father was the 18th of 18 children. My mother was the second of nines. I had 25 aunts and uncles, 150-plus first cousins. So, <laughs> the, the, fam- the family reunion is quite populated, huh? <laughs> Oh God! If we tried, we've never done that. We we tried just three aunts and uncles, first and second cousins, and we end up having about two, three hundred people. Wow! Because because it was a nineteenth century family, right? Yeah. And they had all of them had twelve, thirteen, fifteen children. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, that was the way I got launched, and I went into Ohio Northern University. Um, I was the second black student in that engineering school in a hundred years. Wow. Everybody let, everybody let me know that. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I was, I was coming from an urban uh, school where I wasn't totally, and I'll come back to this later, I wasn't mm-hmm. totally prepared. Mm-hmm. So it was very difficult, right, trying to maintain this three-point. And uh, I hadn't been trained well then in algebra mm-hmm. or any of the basics and I didn't have mentors. And so I used to have to study almost 18 hours a day. Wow. I, had 19, I had 19 engineering hours, right? Wow. You can imagine coming from an urban school wow. like I did in Columbus, being dropped into this fast moving school with 19 engineering hours every quarter. Oh my God. So yeah, that, that was tough. I, I, I spent six hours a night, on my math alone, that was before I started anything else. Because <laughs> I had to, I had to catch up in math. <laughs> so you know, I'm glad uh, you're saying that, and I want you to continue that. But I want to make a point here that many times people don't know the work that someone has to do to overcome whatever the obstacles were, and they just look up and see you as this, you know, really well-known person now in the Bay Area and at Merritt College and your position that you're in, and they don't know all that you had to do. So I'm glad you're sharing that, Jim. Go ahead. Continue, please. Right. So that first quarter, uh, I ended up getting a, I I remember it all my life, (laughs) (laughs) 3.018. Over 3.0 though, right? (laughs) That's right. 
And I think the only reason that, that I was able to do that, because after all that study, and I got a 2-8 uh, on my first midterms, then my father had a heart attack. Oh, man. And uh, I was the middle child. So there were still six kids at home. And uh, mm. so I went to the hospital, and he was in hospital late on a September 1963 night. And the net of this is, out of that discussion with him, um, he had a pretty bad disease, and he made a commitment. He says, well, I don't think I'm going to live long enough, son, to help your mother raise the rest of the six kids. Mm. He says, so I'm going to be counting on you. He says, but I'm going to live long enough for you to get out of school. Mm. And what he didn't realize was I had made up my mind on my way home that night that I know I know this sounds terrible. It was that I was going to drop out of school. Mm. That I was I was thinking about. Well, now my father's sick. I'm the only one home, and so I get to the hospital. He's the one that's sick. He's strong as a rock, mm. and he and he knows he's facing his death. And he's telling me, "I'm going to live long enough for you to get out of school, buddy. <laughs> so you got to get back to school." Wow. So so when I headed back to school the next day. I went from trying hard to total commitment. Yes. And I used that concept as I became an R&D engineer and took on impossible tasks most of my career. You may remember at IBM, I was the, um, I ran the languages worldwide. I ran databases worldwide. I was a corporate director and all of those things were things that people said couldn't be done for us in those days. And it was hard. Yes. But based on what happened to my father and the concept and the commitment and the drive that you only get through adversity, mm. I became uh, steeled in, mm. in believing that I could build teams to do anything Man, that had ever been done Man. or not. Man, Jim, that's exactly where, you know, we got about three minutes for our first half, but that's exactly where we want the DNA. That's exactly where we want the culture of our kids to be. And whether that had to happen to you where your father was in that type of situation, but the flip was that commitment that says, no, no, I'm going to get this done. There is nothing that's going to stop me. That resolve we want to put in our kids. So I hope all our listeners are listening to this and they're getting that type of message because I knew you at IBM. And, and now for the next couple of minutes, transition to merit because I want this opportunity to be known for those right away who know what this opportunity is that you're affording youth in cybersecurity. And I don't know, it could be in other uh, disciplines too, Jim, but forward to merit and give us that opportunity before we go into right. our first break. Right. So as a result of that opportunity that I got, I realized that if you go into the urban cities, you can give children these opportunities that they maybe never would know about. Like mm-hmm. I never would have really known, known about engineering. I wouldn't think about college. So about four years ago, I'm in a group of CIOs, a group that I started about 20 years ago, and it's called SICE, Consortium of Information System Executives. And I convinced them, it's about 30 strong, all CIOs in the Valley. I said, let's go fund community colleges, and uh, I'd like to go to Merit and start a cybersecurity program, and, and I need you guys to help me do that. 
so I went there and found a professor there named uh, Anita Black, who had been a VP of instruction, and she's worked with me. And so we put together the first cybersecurity degree program in the state of California wow. out of 114 colleges. We had to fight it. You know, put the format in place. It's about five layers. Get the courses defined, get the outcomes defined. And so a student can come there, get a two-year degree in applications, cybersecurity or infrastructure, that's hardware, in two years. And as you mentioned earlier, under the state of California, Governor Brown, anybody born in Oakland, can get a, um, uh, you know, high, an Oakland high school kid gets the first year of community college for free. And under Oakland's Promise program, they'll get a semester for free. So for $500, it costs $46 a unit there. So for about $500, which is what it will cost to do one semester, it's a four semester degree. So for $500, your last semester, you can get a cybersecurity degree where you can compete with starting salaries of sixty to 80000 And if you become very one of the very best on your own, you can make two to 300000 Well, let's stop right there, Jim. I want to pick it up on the second half. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr., brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Man, Jim, man, that is so apropos, you know, the hero within us. And, and, and we need heroes. And, Jim, I'm going to say that you're one of my heroes. <laughs> so I want, to, I want to bring our conversation back to where you were talking before because you were giving us a lot of information on how people can get into this cybersecurity field and how if they lived in Oakland, the benefits. But this is for not only youth who are coming out of school, say high school and going to a community college, but this is for like adults who want to kind of change their career. Right, Jim? Yes, actually, uh, community colleges in, in California has the largest educational system in the United States. 2.1 million students, 114 colleges, and anyone can go to a community college as long as you meet the qualifications for doing the work to get in. Uh, in other words, there isn't like you got to have a three-point or the various qualifications that you, that can be put on you out of high school. Mm-hmm. Anyone of any age at any time can go to a community college. And at our program, I'd say about 30 to 40% of our current students are adults. That mm-hmm. is, they're, they're displaced workers, they're changing careers. Some of them already have four-year degrees. Some of them have master's degrees, and they're trying to move into this field because it has a, a, a much better income target. And then, of course, there are the high school children, uh, students. And in high schools, we have what you call dual enrollment. So if you are an Oakland high school student, mm-hmm. you can sign up for one of our programs right now at Oakland High in Oakland. Our classes are starting the 24th this Friday. You can go to uh, the cybersecurity class in Oakland, sign up for that class, get high school credit and college credit at the same time wow. free of charge. 
Wow. So how do you get that information to all the high schools in Oakland? Have you guys felt like um, you've done that and, and the kids do know about it? Well, we're working with Oakland. Uh, we're only able this year. We're just starting this. Uh, it was something I really pushed for mm-hmm. uh, because we have to have instructors from Merit to mm-hmm. go there. Mm-hmm. And so all that requires funding. And this year we only had enough funding to to do it with this one high school. But now that we have the program started, uh, we'll try to expand it as we move into the spring quarter and next year. Well, Um, well, let me ask you a little bit about that because, um, but you never know who listens to our show. You know, our show is, uh, this is KDOW at 1220 AM, and it's the business radio station. So there could be, you know, possible funders out there, Jim. So, Let's appeal to the funders. Who would who would fund something like this? Well, I we're working with partners. We we have uh, <clears throat> some of the largest companies in the valley working with us. We're, we're working with Facebook. We're working with um, Kaiser. So the way I talk to the executives is that this is a way of bridging the digital divide mm-hmm. and bringing. Um, students into um, a very good program. And by the way, I should mention, this program is being taught by 50-plus of the best cybersecurity practitioners in the Valley free of charge. Mm, free of charge. <laughs> uh, so so this is, and my point is, these individuals, they come up here on a Friday, the class is uh, held one-on-one, which is required state of California, on a Friday from nine to three, all the rest of the week uh, is online. Mm. So whoever wants to go to the class only has to come up here in person uh, uh, one day a week. Wow! Um, you take you, we we train you because these are practitioners. We train you for the operational real world hacking. We we compete in the National Cyber League competition across the United States. Our students came in uh, uh, fourth in the, in the gold bracket uh, this year. Our first year was the first year we did it. We only had six students, and we came in uh, fourth in the Bronx. Then we moved up to next year. We came in fourth in the silver, and this year we came in fourth in gold. And, and rather than six students, we now have about 40 students competing in these national games. So our students are able, and we're competing against four-year, mostly four-year college. Wow. The best colleges in the nation, and we're, we're placing four. And that's, that's due to the quality of these industrial uh, teachers that we co-teach with the professors at Merit. So it's a unique program. Um, Congressman Ro Connor supported us and came to one of our career days last year. So he's a big uh, supporter. <laughs> well, so can I just, can I can I chime in a little bit on this because in what you just said about how your students compete and uh, and and win at these cybersecurity um, sort of events, you know, I'm gonna give a plug national, because yeah, we're national. nationally. So we, uh, Jim, and those students, we hope are going to be working with us in our Bay Area Black Youth Techathon. 
So I want our folks, the, the listeners to, like the folks that are in the region of East Palo Alto and Silicon Valley, for them to accept the gauntlet because I'm believing that Jim is laying it down right now that in the field of cybersecurity, nobody's going to beat them. Absolutely. And and every time you hear about a hackathon going on, I mean, or, or a company getting hacked, mm-hmm. I mean, we're in cyber war. This yeah. skill that not only will be good for you, it's going to be good for our nation. Yes. We do not we do not have enough skilled people to protect yeah. our companies. How, how much did you but, say? How much did you say when people come out of this two year program and they have a degree, like a certificate and a degree, right? What are mm-hmm. what are basically different salaries that people can get? Just to give people who are listening an idea. Well, our program re- requires you to to get an internship. After one year in the program, uh, we we start placing our students. Uh, you have to interview and 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 it's a negotiate, but that's normally between twenty and twenty five dollars an hour while you're in school. Uh, once you get the degree, and all of our students who have gotten degrees have been placed. So we have a hundred, as of this date, wow. we have a hundred percent placement for our students. Those salaries can start from sixty to eighty thousand dollars. We have one student that uh, graduated, I guess, now be a second year. Two years ago, he works for FireEye, and he's probably making over a hundred thousand dollars a year right now. Wow. Hey, let me ask you a question, Jim. If you were, because you created this program, if you were trying to, say, model something that would say, uh, you know, how do you get from elementary school to middle school to high school and then into your program, what would be sort of like the optimal way that you would suggest to parents and educators or teachers, you know, look for kids that can do this in first, second, and third grade and look for this. You know, what could you say, Jim, that would lead somebody to be a really good maybe cybersecurity person by the time they're out of high school? Okay, well, in general, they would follow the STEM path, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Science, technology, engineering, and math. And And you would start looking for students, right, who were interested in science. And then I'd say at junior high schools, we actually have these cyber games starting mm. at junior high school level. Actually, here at Merritt, we have summer programs that students, parents, teachers can sign up for, and we run a summer program for for junior high and high school students so we can kind of pick them up early. And they're... There, there are quite a few of those programs. There is a Bay Area consortium of all the community colleges in the Bay Area, of which there's 28. Mm. So I'm sure you're near a community college somewhere where you can get into one of these summer um, uh, training programs. And then, uh, if the student, if your if your student really likes that, uh, then you would contact the community college or contact Merit. And here you could go to Merit at uh, uh, merit.edu forward slash WP forward slash security program. And that will give you all the data. Why don't you say that one more time, Jim, because that's something that we want our listeners to get. They go to merit, and I'll say that again. I'm going to write it down. Merit.edu forward slash 
W, P. W is in wall, P is in Paul. And then forward slash security program. Spell out the word, no, no dashes, security program. Okay. So merit.edu forward slash WP forward slash security program. Man, that, that is so fantastic. I mean, anybody who's listening to this, we probably got just a minute before the show's over, Jim. We're definitely going to have to invite you back. I think there's some urgency here for people to go out to Merritt's, um, you know, website, as Jim just said. And if anybody wants to hear this again, they can go to blackchamber.com and then slash radio or just look at our link. And if you missed the show, which we want you to tell everybody about the show, you can definitely connect with us and listen to it as a podcast. Jim, we really appreciate you being on the show and we want to thank you, Jim. And we look forward to inviting you on again because it's your connections that got you hooked up. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Thank you, Carl. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.